stay bout it, I'm not pouting Break through walls and climb it mountains If you want it, scream it loud and show this world what they've been doubting Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today we're having a conversation around mental health, anxiety, depression, more specifically uh, a book review of sorts that I read recently I want to share with you guys. Now, listen, a couple of little disclaimers before we dive into some really important subject matter that I know you're going to find insanely valuable, either for yourself, particularly if you um, are currently or in the past have flirted with bouts of really bad anxiety or depression, or at the very least, perhaps know, you know someone who has or is currently um, in the depths of really poor mental health, perhaps you can pass on some of these ideas to really contribute and help them in some way. So I really hope you get something from this. Um, but the disclaimers are as follows. Firstly, I'm not a trained psychologist, professional in this space. I've certainly had my own journey, which I've spoken at length on this show on different uh, on different episodes. And I've studied in my own studies um, for a number of years now and have my own thoughts and ideas that um, I'd like to put forward. But um, that's the first disclaimer. The second one is I encourage you to dive much further than this little summary and read the book by Johan Hari, Lost Connections. That is, of course, what we're reviewing or highlighting here, the nine causes of anxiety and depression. It is a very, very interesting take on mental health. And in all the content that I've come across, podcast books, things of that nature, I'd have to say that um, when it comes to something specifically on the subject matter of anxiety, depression, okay, uh, this book is, is the best, okay? It's the most useful, the most interesting, really insightful, looks at things from a different perspective, but then also goes into some stuff that you'd probably be familiar with and aware of, but in, in a lot more detail. And I could not encourage this book more highly for anyone interested in this space and certainly for anyone who finds themselves uh, struggling with those mental health issues, okay? With that said, let's dive in. I'm going to give you those nine causes of depression and anxiety, but just remember, this is a very surface level list. I'm going to share some ideas, I suppose. This will give you something to work with and hopefully whet the appetite for you to go out and get the book, either to read it with your eyes or listen to it with your ears. The audiobook is a ripper. Now, Johan talks primarily about disconnection from nine things. Um, so that's kind of the theme of how these, how this list plays out. And the first one is the disconnection from meaningful work, okay? He suggests that those with the least amount of control and authority in the workplace are most likely to have depression. Uh, and we, ne we need to feel like what we're doing has meaning. I have experienced this. I'm sure if you're listening, potentially at some point in your life, you have. There really needs to be some level of intentionality and worthwhileness behind the work you do. If you're clocking in eight, nine, 10 hours a day for something that you feel has no real value on the world, on yourself, and you're simply just throwing away your time, that cannot lead to a positive sense of psychology. I mean, I think that's pretty logical, right? So we're not going to go too intricate on these things. It's more just highlighting what they are to bring it to your attention and start auditing uh, maybe if you're lacking or disconnected in some of these areas. That might be a good place to start to get your mental health back in the direction that you would like it to be towards a more secure self, okay? So the first one's a disconnection from meaningful work. Is what you're doing consistently on a daily basis providing some level of fulfillment and meaning, okay? Otherwise, that is going to be problematic. The second uh, lost connection, if you will, um, is a disconnection from others, right? Loneliness 
and no sense of belonging are big indicators and contributors to depression and anxiety. We're seeing that um, at all-time highs with in amidst the COVID pandemic situation, a lot of lockdowns and people secluded from their friends and family at different times, depending on where you are and when you're listening to this. Um, but just in general, that disconnection from others is really, really potent. Okay. So perhaps audit how much time are you spending in person, not on a fucking text message or Insta DM, although that helps. It's better than nothing. But where are you spending time with people that are close to you? Friends, family, intimate partners. Okay. Being around other humans. We are social creatures. We're driven to be around each other. If that is lacking, you're disconnected from time well spent with other people. Really prioritize opportunities to spend good time with them. The third is a disconnection from meaningful values. This is super interesting, right? So this idea that our consumer-driven society has left us detached from worthwhile values, um, which then in turn contributes to mental health issues. So a, a disconnection from meaningful values is a really interesting one to unpack. I feel like we could talk about that for hours. But ultimately, how I distill that is perhaps encouraging you to audit what values do you stand for, right? It goes back to this notion that if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And in this consumer-driven society, we're kind of left at the mercy of what pulls our attention, right? So social media, radio, TV, um, opinions of others, and we're kind of at the mercy of what other people have to say. And we kind of have this lackluster um, nothingness when it comes to meaningful values. However, Johan identifies that that is super important and a disconnection from your own meaningful values and not showing up in a way that is consistent with those is a contributor towards depression and anxiety. The fourth is childhood trauma. Uh, and I'm sure it goes without saying, but a lot of studies have, have revealed that the more traumatic a person's childhood is, the more likely they are to unfortunately experience depression and anxiety into their adult lives. Now, it certainly doesn't mean that they're completely cooked and that there's no way around it. Um, but all I'll say on this matter is if that is something that potentially may apply to you or something you haven't explored to connect with a professional that can unpack that in a healthy way. Um, now's not the time to do that on this um, on this little powwow, but that is going to be super important to um, work through and I would encourage you very aggressively to do that with a professional, okay? The fifth is a, disconnect, a disconnection from status. Right? And essentially what this means is really like a sense of status or respect in your social group. So for example, in the US, uh, a lot of studies were revealing that there were big gaps between um, wealth, which is probably no surprise to us all, and that um, rates of depression and anxiety were often correlated with those with low status, low levels of respect, um, not just in the broader community, but even in their local community as well. So having some sense of status, not just the cash, the cars, the clothes, all that, all that um, Insta-famous rubbish bullshit, um, but a sense of uh, respect from the people that are close to you to some extent is important. So a disconnection from some level of status is a contributor. The sixth is a disconnection from nature. This is a fucking massive one, particularly those that are cooked up in office buildings all day, five days a week, sometimes six days a week. Getting greenery in our lives is very important. One simple practice, I don't know if this is in the book or not, and I don't know if it's too airy-fairy hippie for you guys, but um, is this idea of forest bathing. You don't have to go to the full extent, but something as simple as getting out on the local park or oval in bare feet, just being amongst nature is super important. At the very least, you should be exposed to nature, going outside, um, for at least sort of 20, 30 minutes a day at a minimum. Get amongst nature. A disconnection from nature is a massive correlate with mental health issues. 
The seventh is a disconnection from a secure and hopeful future. Okay. So I talk a bit about on the show how important a deep sense of fulfillment is, right? And how how joy and a sense of happiness, if you will, um, is ultimately the North Star. Right? Everything else is just strategy to get there. It's hard to have that feeling, at least for over a consistent period of time, if there's no sense of hope for the future, right? If there's, if there's no clarity or confidence in what the days will bring, or if that's kind of stagnant, at the very, or even worse, if it's um, a future that we see that is disappointing and sad and bleak, it's very hard to feel good in the moment, right? So having that connection to, to a future that is secure and hopeful is really, really important. Now, how you go about that, there's a number of strategies, but start looking at the work that you do, the people you spend time with, the opportunities you may have for yourself in the future, gratefulness practices, a whole host of strategies, but reconnecting to a sense of a hopeful future is super paramount. And that's what um, Johan talks about a lot in this book. Number eight and nine are really interesting and they're important caveats, okay? Uh, number eight is genes. We do know there is some genetic influence uh, on levels of depression, though the latest research suggests it only accounts for 37% of cases. So yes, it is a contributor and it may very well have an impact on yourself or the people close to you um, that you're concerned about, um, but it's certainly not the be all and end all. And there are many other things. We're looking at these nine contributors. So perhaps start really exploring some of these other areas as well, even if perhaps genetically we may be predisposed to um, be higher, more at risk, okay, or more susceptible to depression, anxiety, things of that nature. Um, it is not the be all and end all. But look, important caveat, it is a contributor. And then the ninth one is changes in the brain. He does talk about neuroplasticity, which is almost the um, the buzzword of this platform with brain tainment, essentially the idea of how the brain can change um, as a result of experience, okay? Rewiring neural pathways. It is super exciting, um, but it does mean that when people spend more time with thoughts of despair rather than joy, it can actually strengthen those negative feelings, okay? can wire those um, neurons together that are firing, all right? So just be really aware that the more consistently we show up in a way that is negative, pessimistic, stuck in that, we've, you know, the... Um, that idea that of spiraling out of control. Essentially what we're highlighting there when people say that is that it is a very, very, uh, almost like a quicksand, right? And the reason behind that is because they're, the direction that people are moving from a psychological level is reinforcing that behavior and it becomes very much cyclical. So yes, that is a contributor, but the good side or the, or the positive um changing of that narrative that neuroplasticity can work the other way we can slowly but surely start to rebuild our psychology slowly but surely is the important idea there such that eventually we get to a place where and you would have seen this happy people just seem to be happy all the time obviously we know that's not the case but for the most part it's because they're continually practicing their body and neurochemistry is used to that feeling of joy all right so he johan really highlights that changes in the brain um are really important as well. So I'll leave it there. They're the nine disconnections that he highlights in this book called Lost Connection that contribute to depression and anxiety. It's a really interesting take on it. I've just given you a very surface level to whet the appetite to one, encourage you to read the book, but then two, even just for now, start thinking about like, fuck, where are these, what, what, which of these areas um, am I potentially lacking in that are causing some unnecessary concerns and, and psychological issues. So hopefully that's helpful. I've tried to keep the energy as 
um, to the point as possible and not sort of, you know, ramble and make too many jokes because it is an important subject matter. But I hope, I really, really hope this is helpful in some way. I know it was for me. Thanks again for listening to this episode. If you did enjoy it, if you got some sort of value from the episode, please do us a favor and subscribe to the channel. We've got lots more to come and share it with your friends and family. It all helps our mission of raising a million dollars towards brain injury recovery and research. So please share the podcast and I look forward to sharing more with you on another episode.
Thanks again for listening to this episode. If you did enjoy it, if you got some sort of value from the episode, please do us a favor and subscribe to the channel. We've got lots more to come and share it with your friends and family. It all helps our mission of raising a million dollars towards brain injury recovery and research. So please share the podcast and I look forward to sharing more with you on another episode.